Hey everyone, it's Steph and Kate with Cocktails with a Blonde and Brunette. We are so excited to be here today with you. Um, I'm in cold, freezing Canada. It's not very nice today, and Kate's in beautiful, sunny Mexico. So, yeah, I feel like sunshine probably does a lot of good for the soul. It really, really does. I think. If all of us could get some great sunshine all the time, we'd be much happier people. Yeah, and I think it also makes you like more active, gets you out and about. Like these Canadian winters are brutal. You just like hibernate, don't want to do much. You know, you don't miss them at all. No, in any way whatsoever. <laughs> no. no, and it's generally like the time of year where like you put on like your winter weight. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you had the past two years of like quarantines and pandemics. A lot of us have gained weight and this winter is no different than the past two years. I feel like a lot of people gained weight during quarantine. I think so. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today is body weight and the pandemic and how we can really be kind to ourselves because I think a lot of us are hard on ourselves when we gain weight that way. Um, but in reality, like especially if you're in Canada, you haven't been able to go very many places. So your whole workout routines have been thrown off. You might have your kids at home with you. It's harder to do stuff at home. It's harder to stay motivated to work out or do anything when you don't have that group energy. So there's a lot of things that have put walls up or barriers as to why you haven't been able to do what you used to do pre-pandemic to keep healthy and physically fit. Well, and I don't think it helps like with gyms being closed, like you get your routines like totally thrown off. Like I know I used to do spin classes like three to four times a week. I loved them. They kept me fit. And now like you have to drag me into the gym now that they're back open because it's just so hard. I mean, I know myself, I put on like 25 pounds, I think, since the pandemic. <laughs> I'm not sure what I gained, but I sure as heck gained quite a bit, like probably like 15 to 20 pounds. I yeah. don't know. I haven't looked, but I feel yeah. it. it feels gross. Um, yeah. It's like, I knew I gained weight because when things started like opening back up, I tried to put on a pair of jeans and well, that didn't go very well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ripped my favorite pair of new jeans or like I'd be sitting there and wondering why my legs are going numb. It's like, oh, your pants are too tight. Like I've been yeah. living in leggings for two years and then, yeah, the lovely um, partner of mine decided to replace the batteries in my scale and then I stood on it one day and I was like, oh, MG, like it's fine. Like it's not the end of the world, no. but it's just like a real shock that I gained 25 pounds. Like I thought maybe 10. <laughs> it's hard to really know. I think my biggest thing about gaining weight is like, I just don't feel comfortable in my body. Yes. Like if, you know, you bend over and it's like, oh, there's a roll there. And you actually like feel it. It's uncomfortable. And it's not how, it is how I look too. Don't get me wrong. I like to look healthy and fit, but it's also how you feel in your body. I think that's really important. Yeah, I literally feel like I'm carrying around like a spare tire. Like it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, like, absolutely. I can't like squeeze through little spaces that I used to anymore. I'm like yeah. hitting people at work with my belly while I'm massaging. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just yeah. not comfortable. But I do think, like, well, I work with women on their body image all the time. And so really me saying all these things, like how I don't feel comfortable or how I look, is totally against what I teach people. Mm-hmm. It does help us. I do think we have to like embrace what it is and also realize like why we're, we are where we're at, right? Like it's not, we didn't just one day decide to like sit on the couch and not move. It's also like stress causes you to hold on to weight as a survival mechanism. So we need to also recognize that. Yeah. It's like all like a biological thing in your body. You'll actually like store more fat cells when you're stressed out and anxious and not sleeping well. Especially for women, right? When you are holding all the stress, it means your body's literally in survival mode. We don't know what's coming next. And you might not eat. So therefore, I will hold on to all the fat so that if that were to happen, you can survive. Yeah, and I think too, like people couldn't go enjoy like daily things. You couldn't go out for dinner. So your treat every day might have been like, we're gonna have dessert every day after dinner. We're going to drink a little bit more wine. You know, we're going to try and make homemade bread, homemade pasta. Like I know I perfected my pierogi recipe over quarantine. So it's like all these different things we were doing. All we really could do was like stay home and eat. Well, and I think absolutely like how many of us did take up like making bread or, you know, baking or just things to like fill our days that we didn't do before and a lot of it revolves around food because I think we also had these things where like, oh, you're going to have a food shortage. Oh, you're going to have this. And then you go and you figure out how to make all these things for yourself. And But it's not all healthy. No. And I also think, too, um, with only like grocery stores, liquor stores being open for so long, like there was a good period of time you couldn't go into a shopping mall or a department store. So where do shopaholics go? to the grocery store. You know what I mean? We go buy wine. Like people like to spend money. Yeah. When there's only, you know, the essential places open, you spend your money on essential things. Like you go buy like that special sauce at the grocery store or you're going to do a, you know, Chinese cuisine tonight. You're going to do French on Friday. You're going to have like Taco Tuesday. Like our lives kind of revolved around like meal prepping. So it was the only thing that was like exciting. It's true. We, as a family, decided that we would pick a, a different country each week and make food from each country. But I mean, it's not always the healthiest. You always pick the one that's like looks the tastiest, right? Like a lot of it was healthy, but then you eat a lot more. And no matter what, even if you were working at home, you still were not as active as you would have been in normal life. No, like even if you have like a desk job and you were working from home, if you went to the office, you'd get up more often to like use the washroom, make a coffee, maybe go for lunch with coworkers. A lot of people too, like on their lunch breaks, will do like walks. So yep. it's like you're more motivated to like get moving if, you know, a couple of coworkers are like, hey, we're going to go for a walk on our lunch. You want to come? Like yep. just when you're at home, you just find a way to like be at home. Like a lot of people are working at the kitchen table. So I'm telling people, like, even with work, like, make sure you get up, like, you know, one minute on the hour, get up, do jumping jacks, dance, touch your toes. Like, I don't care what you do, but like, get up and move. And then people are like, oh, I do get up. I'm like, oh, what do you do? 
Oh, I get up to make a coffee. I get up to grab a glass of water. I'm like, where's your desk? Oh, in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, so you take maybe on average five to 10 steps. Like, I want you to move. Like, like move actually move. Yeah. Like, and so it's just funny because like we think we're moving and we think we're doing things, but we're in like our four walls of our home. We're not it's very different. About walking to the car, pumping gas. Like you forget about the little steps every day that add up when you're not in the home. Yeah. So. I, it, it was a lot, I think. And I mean, now things are opening back up there. So mm-hmm. that will change things for people. Like praying that that's the end of the craziness and that things stay open again. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important that we do have a little bit of compassion for ourselves about why we've gained the weight as well. And yeah. realize just how much we took on over the last two years. Well, we're not alone. Like they've actually done studies about like, obviously the effects of quarantine on people like psychologically, mm-hmm. um, physically, and at Harvard, they did a study basically with 15 million patients and 39% of those people had gained weight during the course of the pandemic. Um, so their idea of like weight gain is normal fluctuation of like 2.5 pounds um, approximately 27% gained less than 12 pounds and about 10% gained more than 12.5 pounds. So we're and then the- 2% were 30 pounds. So I'm a part of the 2%. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like it even says with the study, like the role of stress um, in your weight gain increased like mm-hmm. hyperpalatable foods, foods high in salt, fat, both. And yep. like we were saying, it's like there's evidence that your metabolism slows down yep. when you gain weight and you're stressed out and it just kind of all piles on top of itself. Absolutely. And not sleeping. You said that as well. Like when you're not sleeping, your body cannot work properly. And a lot of us did not sleep well. We were worried about our family, our friends, like it doesn't matter what side we talked about division last week, what side of the story you're on you're still worrying about your people. You're still worrying about yourself. You're still worrying about how you put food on the table. Those things don't change. No. So it's a lot. Yeah, and I mean, you also can't expect now that like things are opening back up and the world's gone to normal. Like you can't be hard on yourself about the fact that you're going out into the world maybe a little bit thicker than you used to be. Like it's small changes every day, right? Like instead of drinking wine every day, maybe do like a 30 days of like no booze. You know what I mean? Cut that out. That'll help you feel better. Have like water goals, you know, drink four or five glasses of water, drink a glass of water before you have a meal. Just like small changes. Cause if you go too crazy focusing on like, oh my gosh, I have to lose all this weight, blah, blah, blah. Then it just becomes like almost like a job. And like, you can get kind of carried away down the rabbit hole with like diets and fads and all that stuff. So it's like, just make small little changes. And things that feel good and fun. Like Mm -hmm. I, when we first moved to Mexico was like, I'm going to work out in the gym all the time, the places that we were renting things like, well, one, you had to sign up for the gym and it had to be very specific time. I fucking hate that. Like Mm -hmm. I want to have variety in the sense that I can go at seven in the morning or I could go at four in the afternoon. I mean, I always preferred morning. That was one of the other things that the gym didn't open till eight. And I was like, that's a super inconvenient time. I like to be up at like six 30 and go to the gym. 
Yep. But it also, at that point, like you said, like you haven't done it for so long, it becomes a chore. So you're trying to do a chore where you have to sign up for a time and it becomes super difficult to like get in there. And I was like, no, this is just not, not my thing. So I had to find something fun. So some of my friends are fitness instructors who rebound. And I was like, how those rebounding there? And so they let me borrow one of their little trampolines and it's so fun. So like now every day, I like jump on my trampoline and do my weights and it's oh, yeah, there's, there's so many different ways to try and like get fit, whether you're at home, gym, I mean, you can do yoga, even if you just like take 10 minutes and stretch every day, it'll yeah. get you on that path of like body awareness. And then maybe you can really? add a 30 minute walk, maybe some sit ups, maybe yep. some squats, like build slowly. And they also say that if you like put your workout clothes like beside the bed where you have to like step over them, you're more likely to put them on when you get up in the morning. That is very true. So like, like I feel like, yeah, I feel like even if you just put on your workout clothes in the morning, like step one, like if that's all you did, (laughs) you're one step closer. It's true. But I do, I think, yes, get your workout clothes or whatever it is that you need to do this out before you go to bed, but also you have to find something fun to restart. And for you, like you love spinning. So yeah. can you find a spinning place or can you go out for a bike ride? Do you think that actually make you feel really good? Cause then you're getting rid of the stress as well. We, you can't add more stress and then think you're going to lose weight. See, I definitely can't ride a bike like on the street. Um, like yeah. I can ride a bike. Like I know how, but given like my track record of bicycles on the street, I will yeah. probably break something so I prefer <laughs> a stationary spin bike um I've gone over the handlebars of a bike way too many times and I can count I'm just not coordinated I daydream I hit things it's just it's not good like my teeth actually like go backwards a little bit if you like look at the bottom part of my teeth because I fell <laughs> off the bike and I had braces on and the braces thank god they broke and my teeth didn't but my teeth have always been like slanted back ever since so biking is not a good idea for you. But for you, it might be. So just any little thing, right? Rollerblading. Anything that makes you happy. Yeah, you have to enjoy it. We're coming out of survival mode too. And we really need to, especially as women, be aware of that. Because what happens with us is like, it's like right now, if you were this stressed out and you decided you were going to start running. Well, our sympathetic or our nervous system doesn't know like, are we running because we're being chased by like a cyber-toothed tiger or are we running to get rid of stress? Like our body doesn't know. So if you are coming out of survival mode and you're going into something hardcore like that, that doesn't actually necessarily bring you joy or it doesn't seem easy or pleasurable, you're not going to see the weight gain that you want to see, which no. sucks because you're like, oh, this worked for me before. But before... Did you just go through a two-year pandemic where everything in your entire life got turned upside down? No. So Mm -hmm. what can you do that brings you lots of joy? Because that's where you need to start. Yeah, and And I think, too, like, for some people, you need, like, the accountability aspect. Like, I can't work out by myself. Like, I just, I can't. Like, I could, but I won't. I never will. Like, I can buy all the weights, have all the tricks, and, like, I will not work out at home. I'll find, like... Anything else I can do in this world, I will do other than work out. So I have to book appointments with a trainer. Like I have to. I hate it. 
I love it when I leave. I feel great. I'm like refreshed, but like, but you need you know, I actually hate going. But if I don't have somebody like on the other end waiting for me or a class booked that I've already paid for, I'm probably not coming. Yeah. Like, I need that motivation. And many of us do. So how can people, like now that everything's starting to open, that's great. But like, is there ways to that you could think of that you could do that if things were to close again. I think that's an important thing too. It's like, okay, we know things are open right now. They're already talking about closing things down in the fall. What are you going to do starting now to like make sure that you can take care of yourself through no matter what happens, right? See, I'm pretty lucky that my trainer will come to me when things shut down. So for at least the past year, like I've been consistently working out with her, not as often as I probably should. Um, so for me, like the workouts are more like mental and like just strength. They're not actually like helping me lose weight because I haven't changed what I'm putting in my mouth. So I'm working on that because <laughs> nutrition is important, but you also don't want to deprive yourself of good foods because then eating healthy is again a chore. Yeah. So and I try to do like if you prep stuff, it's so much easier to not grab something that's like not good for you. So I've been doing glass jars lately. Oh, that's fun. They they keep everything so fresh. Like I had strawberries for three weeks. Oh, I saw a thing on that about Facebook. Yeah, it totally makes sense that it keeps it. But they were literally still good after three weeks. Amazing. Raspberries, weeks. Like it's insane. You just make sure you really wash it, really dry it. Yeah. Pop her in. I put like a paper towel in there too, just because I don't know felt like it would help so good and I did it with lettuce the other day that's very cool yeah like pre-cut your romaine or whatever lettuce you want make sure it's nice and dry pop it in a glass jar voila chop salads on on demand which is uh, you're right like when you do prep it makes it way easier than because eating healthier takes a little bit more work right Yeah, it does, but it's so worth it. Like I had a salad every single day this week and even my partner did because it was there. Like it was ready. I didn't have to wash lettuce. I didn't have to cut it. I didn't have to rip it apart. Like I didn't, you know, it was already done. Like just grab the glass jar, honey. What kind of dressing do you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought so. So that's, that's my new trick. So my little tricks are like, you know, have some nuts and stuff on hand, like good little grabby finger foods. If you don't want to eat cookies, don't buy cookies. That's also a good rule. And just, yeah, plan for success, but also know that it's okay to like have a piece of cake too. I think if we've learned anything over the pandemic about eating and whatever, it's like, eat the shit that like, you want to eat but also make sure you're taking care of like your mental health and your physical health yeah you have to decrease your stress too because if you're super stressed out and you're trying to eat healthy and you're trying to work out it's not necessarily gonna work you'll see a little bit of improvement but it's not gonna do what you want it to do because our mental health is so so tied to our physical health Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Like hundred percent. And it's funny because even my client the other day, she's lost a lot of weight. So she's really thin, but she had cancer, like this mm-hmm. crazy cancer. 
And when she was on her cancer medications, um, she like swelled up, like she gained like 75 to a hundred pounds wow. and people like, yeah. And she's like, for her, it was like, I've always been naturally thin and now I'm like this bigger person. Mm-hmm. And then after her treatments and all that, when the weight came off, you know, she's back to like her thin version of herself. She's, yeah. still, she's like in my head, I still see like my double chin, like my chubby face. She's like, I have to like constantly remind myself that I'm healthy and I'm fit and like, I'm beautiful. So like, whether you're too thin or too chubby in your opinion, it's the same It is mental thing. Like skinny people have problems with their body image too. Absolutely. Not everybody wants to be super thin. They just can't gain weight. Yeah. I was actually saying to my husband the other day, like when I was younger, probably till like almost 30, if I got stressed out, like I just couldn't eat. And so then I would like lose weight really quickly and like my digestive system couldn't hold on to anything I ate. So like I was, it was easy to lose weight, right? Like I'd be super skinny if I was stressed out. Like once I hit 35-ish, that totally changed. My hormones changed and then now I hold on to everything. Yeah. And you read that like that is how it happens so we it doesn't matter if you're stressed out and you're losing weight if you're stressed out and gaining weight like the bottom line is like we have to take care of our mental health so that we can just be healthy overall yeah so it's kind of like we have to find like you know go to through like the three categories and do one positive thing every day to make change like do something that's good yeah. for your health do something that's good for your body and move and like even if you eat one meal a day that's like structured, balanced, and healthy, it's a place to start. Absolutely it is. And like just eating salads is not healthy. Like you need to ensure that you have some protein. Carbs are not your enemy. You still need some carbs, you know, good amount of vegetables. And like, that's all. Like you can eat potatoes, just don't eat a mountain of potatoes with gravy all over it. You know what I mean? Those are pretty good too, though. Oh, yeah, I know. When I was in Mexico, I'm pretty sure I ate mashed potatoes and gravy like every day. Which is so funny because the like the Mexican people don't actually eat no gravy. Like, but it's funny because that's it's the tourist food, and that's what I like. Most people indulge on tacos. I indulged on potatoes. Okay, if they tasted good and they made you happy, that's all that really mattered. It did. It did. So. Yeah, I guess that's just kind of like the point is like, just make small changes every day. Yeah, Know that you're not alone. 39% of people gained weight. I wonder though, like, like we talked about, it's like, okay, so 39% of people gained weight. How, I wonder what the percentage would be if we researched it that lost weight, right? Because we're all mega stressed out. So there has to be a large portion of the population that also lost weight because they were so stressed out. Oh, for sure. Well, I'll have to check that out. I didn't really look at the losing weight. I looked at the gaining weight side of it all. Well, and I was, but I was just thinking that, like, as we talk about this and we talk about, you know, it's not just gaining weight. It's also, like, losing weight or being too skinny or too fat or whatever it is that we focus on. Well, it's it, funny because I'm, like, looking at it and it literally – when I'm trying to like find any like studies or research on like people who lost weight in quarantine, 
So many people have been Googling things about how to lose weight from quarantine that if you type in like people having weight loss from quarantine, it's all about diets, lockdown weight gain, how to lose quarantine pounds. But then there's one that says stars who have lost weight in coronavirus quarantine. I'm like, oh, come on. Like even Google's tailored to make you feel like shit. (laughs) It really is, right? Well, we all know that everything is so tailored to make us feel certain ways. It's what makes us buy things. It's marketing. Yeah, but I honestly, I'm sure that there is a huge group of people who actually significantly lost weight in quarantine and not really because they were trying to. Right, because they're just so stressed out. Like if I look at my husband, for example, like he lost weight. Like he... It got to the point where his clothes weren't fitting because he wasn't sleeping well and he had like had this gag reflex thing going on and he didn't want to eat and so he did lose a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sadly did not. I'm I used to lose weight when I was stressed out. Now I just it's like I have a stressful thought and I gain a pound, but whatever. But when I was looking, it's funny, I was at my mom's the other weekend and I was looking at her and I'm thinking, holy shit, like she's skinny. Mm-hmm. She doesn't work yeah. out. She doesn't go to the gym. She eats ice cream, a lot of ice cream and chocolate and snacks. She's got a big sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. And I was really just looking at her and I was going to say something like, oh my gosh, like how did you lose so much weight? Like you look like fantastic. Like yeah. it's, it sucks when your mom looks better than you do, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But then again, on the other hand, I also don't like to comment on people's weight, whether it's positive or negative, because you never know why somebody lost 50 pounds could be like the most traumatic period of their entire life. And you're like, Oh, you look amazing. You've lost so much weight. And then it's like, Oh, like it, it kind of messes with your head. Cause I've been there too, where people are like, Oh my gosh, you're so skinny. Like you're losing so much weight, blah, 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 blah you know, it's too much. It's too much. Like start eating. I'm like, I am eating. I'm just stressed. Yeah. Like, you know, you try swallowing like food when you feel like you're going to vomit all day from like anxiety. Like it just doesn't happen. No, but right there too, you made like a very important like point is that, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, you look so amazing. Like you're getting so skinny. But then at the same time, they're like, you need to eat, you need to eat, you need to eat. Like there's never, you're never going to be the way people think you should be mm-hmm. right it's and so we have to really stop and think okay my mental health I need to work on my stress levels who cares not who cares what my body looks like but like ultimately what's my mental health need where is it that I feel good in my body what is it that I need to do to do that and stop commenting on people's weight like yeah, say people like, need like it yeah like a lot or like you look radiant or you look so happy or like, wow, I love your shirt. Like there are so many different compliments we can give people that have nothing to do with the weight or the size or anything else, right? Really the only way you should compliment someone's weight is if someone says to you, oh my God, I've lost 50 pounds. And you can be like, oh my God, you look amazing. Congratulations. That's amazing. Like, right. so people, yeah. But yeah, I've gained a lot of weight and like I was super, super skinny pre-pandemic, like probably too thin if we're being totally honest, although I didn't hate it, I was definitely too thin and people used to always comment on it. Now that I've gained like 30 pounds, people are like, oh, you look healthy now. You were too thin before. 
Oh, you look healthy. Oh, I don't think you look like you've gained that much weight. I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, you know, I'm like, even like my trainer, like, love you. But she like put together a whole routine for me for weight loss because I said that I was eating better. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to eat better, but like not really losing anything. Like, I don't know. Maybe I just need to like work out a bit more. And all because I said like, I'm trying to eat better. It was assumed that I want to lose weight and that I needed to change my whole workout routine to like cardio and all this shit. And I'm thinking like, no, I want to lift weights. I don't want to run on a bike. Like, uh, it's just, again, like the stigma of like salads and cardio will get you skinny. No, it won't. Lifting weights will get you more fit and defined and the size you want quicker than running on a treadmill. Absolutely. Especially as women. It's kind of like what I said, the whole your body doesn't know what the hell you're running from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate cardio. It gives me anxiety unless it's on like a spin bike. It's a bit different. It it is important, but if that's the only thing you're doing and you're not, the thing is for, especially for women, if we don't slow down and do things like weights where you really have to be very present with what you're doing, because you have to make sure that you have proper form. You have to make sure you're not hurting yourself and you're actually in the moment. Our minds wander our stress comes back. We run to get rid of stress. All those thoughts are in our head. But when you're very present with weights, it puts you into a different spot in your nervous system so that you can actually start working with your metabolism. Yep. It's just, yeah. Super important. Totally important. Totally important. I mean, I know I took my walk today already, so I'm just going to be nice to myself for the rest of the day. I might have some pasta too, you know? There you go. Reward myself for all those salads. I have to see. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess like long story short, it's okay if you gained weight in quarantine. It's okay if you lost it. What are you going to do now to make healthier choices? Just yep. for your mental and physical health. It's really all it's about. Yeah. I think mental health is the absolute most important part of that. Because if your mental health is off, your physical health is off. Always stress kills. So like focus there. What are things that make you feel really happy to do while you move your body? Is it yoga? Is it walking? Is it doing the spinning classes? Is it stretching? Is it, I don't even, whatever, swimming, (laughs) whatever feels good, right? Yeah. You just got to just get moving, make small changes. I mean, but yeah, the mental health is the most important, like going to bed at the same time every night, trying to wake up at the same time in the morning, just the littlest changes make a difference in our moods and then in turn our bellies. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because we hold on to it all. So like, I don't know, I feel very like heartbroken for everybody through this pandemic and what it's done to our mental health and our stress levels on so many different levels. I know people are like, oh, well, you're in Mexico, like everything must be better. Okay, but like I also like moved across the world in a pandemic because stress was so high, because I couldn't do my job the way I was doing it before, because my husband couldn't do his job. Like we moved to get rid of those stresses, but it doesn't mean that here is still stressful here. Stress is Right, sunshine helps, but like, well, and you also have to think too, like you lived here through 90% of the pandemic. It's not like you've been living in Mexico this whole time, picking like 
avocados off trees and frolicking on the beach. You know what I mean? I don't even know if avocados grow on trees, but they do. They oh, do. They do? I haven't picked any off trees. <laughs> I think I don't even know if that's a thing. But you know, like you took the stress of the past two years with you there. Like you don't just move and your mental health is all of a sudden gone. Like in better. No. Still have to improve and and plus, like, I feel like moving across the world to a different country is kind of like one of the top stressful things you could do in life. It's pretty stressful. And the fact that I can't see my family. Yeah. Right. And my family is there in Canada with everything that's still going on. So, like, I still worry and I still stress just as much as everybody else, even though I'm in the sunshine. So it yeah. doesn't really matter. I think my point is it doesn't matter where you are in the world you're going to be stressed out with everything that has gone on, whether, cause you, it has personally impacted you in some way. It can't not have personally impacted you. For sure. And I don't even think we know all of the effects of how it's like impacted us all. No, I think it'll over time, it'll show more and more. I mean, oh. I know that building another mental health hospital here because so many people have like PTSD and like traumas from the past two years. Well, look at suicide rates that have gone up over the last two years, right? Even last year, 30% higher in children. Yeah, wow. I think the children part is like super sad because a lot of kids go to school and it's like their refuge. Like they yeah. get to get out of their homes. Not all kids have like happy homes. They're not fed well. There's, there's breakfast club programs at schools for a reason, especially where I live. So a lot of these children look forward to school Monday to Friday. They get a decent meal. They can hang it with their peers. Like they feel normal and comfortable and safe at school and they yeah. don't feel safe at home. So when you take them from school and leave them in their, you know, quote unquote prisons of home, yep. like they feel like there's no end. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Like you don't think about like your kids aren't like getting depressed and wanting to kill themselves because, because they, you know, like, it's because of the pandemic. It's a lot. So bring your kids into this too. Like your mental health is important, but so is your kids. How can you support your kids? Because I'm sure like if I look at Scarlett, um, she got chubby over the pandemic. Lots of kids did. Right. Because we weren't doing the same thing. She wasn't doing her horseback riding lessons or she wasn't running around at school with her friends. I mean, now that she's back in school and back doing those things again, she's like definitely, she like slimmed down really quickly again. But look at all your kids, like look at what their mental health is. Look around. How can you also support them to be healthy going forward? A hundred percent. Like even if it's just like a family walk after dinner, like things like that, maybe not in Canada, but even in Canada, like what, if you go on a, like it's snowy or whatever, what do you, what can you find? Like explore, be childlike, do the things that the kids love to do. It's okay. Yeah. Even though it's cold here, I do have to admit, like I've been having to walk the dog a lot more frequently and Mm -hmm. it's cold outside and it's freezing. But if I bundle myself up properly, like I don't care what I look like and I get out there and get like the sunshine and the fresh air, I actually feel so much better. Like, again, it's like working out. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But after I do it, I feel so glad that You're I did. Like, yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess if you guys have any like recommendations or things like that for the listeners, we can share it in our groups for them. Feel free to send us a message. 
DM us, send us an email, whatever works. We're happy to like have some feedback too. Yeah. Um, if you've got things that have been working for you. I know I've been using like an app to track my food intake and my water intake and my exercise. And I find that's helpful just to like keep me accountable because you never want to like go in your app and it's like, you did bad today. Like it just, I don't know. <laughs> it it keeps me accountable. It was pretty affordable. I think it was like $53 for the whole year. So I paid for it. So I'm going to use it. Yeah. It reminds me every day to log my food. And then I can also see a trend too in my eating habits. Like what are the highest carb foods that I ingest every week? Mm-hmm. What foods does it recommend? I could probably kick off my you know, list so that I don't keep gaining weight. Yeah. You want to take like a award-winning guess as to what my top three <laughs> vices are. You can. Do you want me to guess for real? Yeah, why not? Okay, pasta. Yep. Because you love pasta. Wine. Yep. <laughs> and I'll go with potatoes because you talked about how much you love potatoes. Not potatoes, bread. So it literally yeah. goes wine, pasta, and bread. Like, cut it out. Cut it out. Because I don't eat good bread. I eat, like, the white bread. So you're like, okay. That's hard, though, right? Those yeah. are the things that make you feel like that you love. Well, because believe it or not, if you eat potatoes, they're actually not bad for you. Because I we made mashed potatoes the other night. I can't remember what else we had with it. And when I put it in, I thought, oh my God, this is going to ruin like my whole day. And I was like, no, it didn't. Gave me like nutrients and stuff. So like potatoes aren't bad. Mm -hmm. Like potatoes are your friend. They can be. Yeah. You just don't deep fry them and cover them in things like ketchup and gravy. (laughs) That's right. And you don't eat them every day, right? No. And if I do eat them like at home, I try and just put like a little bit of Parmesan, like flavor your actual potatoes. Versus yeah. just stuffing them with like fat and gravy. Mm, I want gravy. <laughs> Good old poutine. Oh my gosh. I What would I do for some poutine? Yeah, that, I guess you probably can't like get the cheese there for it. No, not really. No, we've tried different ones, but like, like to try to make it ourselves because you can't really get it anywhere here. Um, Nothing no no nothing I even just buy packages of them and I just snack on them and that's healthy like I mean as long as you're not like lactose intolerant (laughs) but yeah well anyways we hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week Mm -hmm. get moving set alarms in your phone Start start doing something for your mental health every day Every single day, even if it's just like, you know, quick walk around the block, breathing exercises, stretching, dance parties. <laughs> dance parties are pretty cool. We like dance parties over here. <laughs> we probably should have danced today before the podcast. I have the worst headache. So I feel like I might be like rambling and such. Like we should have danced first because then it might have given me like a bit more energy. <laughs> or your head could have exploded. One or the other. At this point, I feel like if it explodes, I'll get some relief. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it goes yeah. away soon. Hopefully, your headache goes away I hope so. I don't normally get headaches. So, I mean, every once in a while, it's okay to get one because then I can empathize with others. But, yeah, true, true. 
this one needs to like kick rocks and move along. It's just, it's just not my friend today. But I also feel like the cold doesn't help. I think it depends on who you are, right? What, what is what? My body hates the cold. Like my ears hurt, my jaw gets sore. Oh yeah, it's like red and burnt. Yeah, fingers, fingers and toes hurt. Yeah, all the above. So you should just move. You should just move here then, and we can start doing our recordings together again. I know, I know that would be (laughs) wouldn't it? I could totally move to Mexico for like four months out of the year. There you go. Yeah, I could do like four months for sure, but. Yeah, my mom would kick my ass if I moved out of the country. So we just have to convince her to come with us. <laughs> Done. I'll work on it. Yeah, we'll just have to build her a nice big house, entice her to come on down. Easy. Done. So. All right. Well, All right, yeah. We will talk to you next week. Yes, and we won't talk over each other so much next week because I'll be a little more present. <laughs> I know. That's good. All right, guys. Have an awesome week, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Ciao.